0: evening everyone welcome to reservation for two episode five here i like to say sit back and relax and enjoy our voices as we continue with the show joining me is my co-host shay say what's up to the people
1: what's up everyone
0: my name is quincy so it's been about what two weeks since the last episode
1: i believe so i think three weeks actually
0: yeah probably about like three weeks but um since then i've I've actually gotten a job which has been very uh very helpful. I started about last Monday. Last Monday, it's um an overnight job. And um you know, that's my my to do list of things that I had to get done since I moved back home. You know, it's it's been rough the last like really, really two months, I guess, so to speak. You know, I, I even consider, you know, the month of August as pretty rough, you know, from um, always just being home and, you know, not really knowing, you know, what's going to happen next. So it, it does feel good to, to to see some progress going on with my with my life right now. So I would say I'm content, you know, or content, my bad, not happy, but I'm content with what's going on right now. So, I guess we'll just, we'll get to that next level as time goes on, so, you know.
1: Hey, that's all that matters, to be honest. How
0: about how about you, though? What's going on with you?
1: Same old, same old. I feel like it's the same shit, different toilet, to be honest. Like, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold y'all. I am the most boring person there is. Like, over the past couple of weeks, my family came over. We had fun, you know and now you know i've been working doing the same old things but the one thing i can say is um i'm actually starting school i'm almost finishing my bachelor's program which is something i never thought of to be honest because, uh. yeah i know because all this time like even though i graduated with my associates i feel like college is a scam you know mm-hmm. because like especially now with this whole pandemic you think like a whole bunch of doors is going to open once you have a degree but nope nothing opens
0: yeah that's so. uh that's yeah that's scary that's that's scary
1: <laughs> yeah so let's see what this shit opens to be honest but um yeah i'm actually kind of excited though because it's um it's definitely a major i'm very much like interested in and yeah. yeah, and I'm also writing. I found inspiration. I don't have no more writer's block or anything, so I'm so excited about that.
0: There you go. So I'm talking about. We like that. We like progress over here.
1: Exactly. That's what we do.
0: Uh tell them. Tell them what you um, what you're writing about. You
1: know. Okay, y'all. Okay, I don't know if y'all ready or anything, but I have these two scripts, and um, they're both gonna be kind of like coming of age. Kind of thing but like my scripts is going to focus on mental health but it's going to be like a theme it's not necessarily going to be spoken in the forefront so i have my first script is kind of like a lgbtqia kind of thing um where i want to feature enough representation healthy representation And I wanna um, just tell a story about two women who are, you know, traveling together. And there's a plot twist at the end. I don't wanna give too much away. And then the second movie is gonna be about, um, you know, someone who also has a mental illness and how he has to deal with, you know, a mom who's not necessarily there, but, you know, he gets to time travel. And again, I don't wanna give too much away because like, these are my babies i love my scripts but hopefully you guys can actually see on the big screen one day
0: yeah and and actually one thing that i could tell y'all too is that like shay is like a a natural when it comes to this kind of stuff because it's kind of funny too because you know um a lot of a lot of my friends they know me to be like the uh they know me to be like the you know the one who's writing the scripts and stuff like that so i think like when I, I think one one day when I was showing maybe or maybe telling Shay about something I was writing I think it was my first one I was writing um she kind of got like this idea of um of wanting to do one on your own right like
1: uh, yeah I, I know i, I know
0: we had, talked, we had talked a bunch about like a bunch of ideas because you know we just always thinking so we had a bunch of ideas and um she came up with the you know the one of the you know one of the script ideas and started writing it you know you know whatever questions she would a- have she would always ask me or she would look online something like that because i'm a, i'm obviously not the best teacher because you know even i'm still learning you know the ins and the outs but definitely creative you know one day i say too as well she knows how to write dialogue
1: <laughs> yes, and dialogue
0: is one of the hardest things to write yeah. at least for me like at my first script this girl roasted my she roasted my shit like she roasted <laughs> she roasted it because it was just so corny i guess it was so corny and i you know i'm sorry but it, it's just so it, it's hard for me to to take criticism i'm not gonna hold you it's hard for me to take criticism especially for something that like i'm passionate about so like when she told me when she told me it's like yo quincy yo this dialogue kind of booty <laughs> when she told me this, when she told me this dialogue kind of booty i kind of got to me a little bit but you know when I read back, when I when I read it again, um, I was like, dang, yo, this this like this is kinda corny. Like nobody really talks like this or nobody says this. And if they do, then there's just some corny people. So, you know, that kind of opened me up. And then when I um when she had showed me uh, like the first few pages of her script, I go hold you a little tight, yo. I got a little tight. I got a little tight because I was like, yo, this dialogue's this dialogue's better than mine, you know. was oh like Oh my gosh, y'all.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you guys something. Please surround yourself with people who are creative because once you surround yourself with those type of people, I'm telling you, you guys are going to feel influenced Mm -hmm. because if it wasn't up to like Quincy and him showing me his scripts and all of his progress and stuff, I wouldn't be doing this. And I love writing. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not like the best writer in the world, but I love writing. And once me and Quincy started tapping into this side like he inspired me to actually try this stuff out on my own and I'm actually grateful for that because like yeah I might write good in dialogue but Quincy knows how to structure a script better because like the way I'm writing it's kind of like a story you know because I'm so used to writing so many stories so we kind of like piggyback off of each other and I'm very very grateful for that
0: yeah see real recognize real that's that's my motto was yeah. my motto, y'all. Yeah. Um I guess we could dive into the quote of the day. The quote of the day is the only person I compare myself to is the person I was yesterday. That's very powerful stuff.
1: Exactly.
0: Um I guess in a topic that we, you know, we chose for today is um social media. Um very broad, but we kind of we kind of going to try to dive deeper into, you know, aspects of social media, and you know, why do we use it and um you know its importance and and whatnot um why what is your purpose Shay? that you have social media what would you say the purpose for it is
1: i feel like yo with when it comes to like social media i'm telling you technology has come so far Mm -hmm. you know it's that that we can have so much apps on our phone and we could be accessible to so many things, so many information, so many people, so many connections. So when I use social media, I use social media for a lot of things like staying informed, um, talking to people, you know, catching up with people, because especially now with this whole pandemic like it's hard to talk to people face to face you know and i feel like it's kind of good for people who are like mentally ill or who has anxiety like me for example Mm -hmm. um it's like a really great like i could be myself i don't have to worry about like the repercussions of like you know the way i act or the way i talk because at the end of the day all i have to do is just shut my phone off you know what i mean yeah 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 honestly yeah. yeah Mm-hmm. I'm sorry
0: if you, if you had anything more to say, you, uh, you go ahead. Uh, no, you I'm up. just
1: saying, like, for me personally, like, I use social media as a way to kind of like distract myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, again, someone who is, hey, depressed, you know, um, yes. uh, it's a good way to kind of like keep my mind off of certain things, off of certain thoughts, you know, and that's how I use social media. What about you?
0: Um, I use it kind of as an escape as well um, I would say I like to stay connected with you know people whether it's um my friends you know family or you know anybody else acquaintances and stuff like that um I'm an avid user of uh, Twitter Twitter and Instagram I would say I, I use the most Facebook I kind of keep around for family because you know it's like a you know a, fam- a, a familial site um snapchat I don't use it no more but I also don't bash yeah. people who use Snapchat because that's, that's just kind of corny. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, um, I use it to stay connected and uh, stay informed. You know, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a people person, you know, I'm, um, I'm extroverted. So, you know, I, I, I like, I like engaging with people. I like uh, talking to people or like, you know, I don't really make, I don't really make friends off of, you know, these apps. It's just something that I could, you know, post something that I'm thinking about and, you know, keep it pushing or, post like a funny video on my instagram story and you know keep it pushing you know, everybody that knows me knows that I'm always posting something that I find funny on my instagram so I can just share it with other people you know because um mm-hmm. that's just, that's the type of person I am you know I, I, that stuff like if I find something funny um I I care enough to you know to share it because I was like hey I don't want to just keep this to myself you know I want other people to to laugh I want other people to see it I want other people to find it cool um, um and I also kind of use it to try and like build connections which i guess kind of like intertwines with you know the first thing that i said but i guess to go on like a deeper level i like to i do like to build connections because especially on twitter and since i'm an aspiring um, screenwriter i've learned so so much about screenwriting just off of twitter i have a bunch of screenwriters who follow me um aspiring screenwriters or even just screenwriters period like to be a screenwriter so I have screenwriters who actually follow me I follow them Um, when I scroll through my my feed I'll see like a tweet that has um the subtext screenwriting on top and I and you know if you're not familiar with Twitter um when something says if it was for instance if it would say screenwriting it says everything about the tweet is about screenwriting um so I learned a lot I learned a lot and I haven't even gone to school for it yet I'm actually getting into that process but I learned a lot on Twitter from asking questions, you know, I ask a lot of questions. Reading replies to the tweets, you know, I'm seeing what people are saying and I'm, and I'm, you know, taking it in and um, I've actually gotten more screenwriting friends from Twitter because I'm act, I'm actively looking for them. I'm actively putting myself out there as a aspiring uh, potential screenwriter because you know, since I'm I'm not surrounded with a lot of screenwriting friends, you know, I'm not really surrounded by a lot of people who want to do the same things that I want to do. So it's definitely hard to to be in that space when physically I'm not there. So Twitter has helped me with that. And I'm thankful for social media. If there wasn't a Twitter, they, I wouldn't have that, you know?
1: Hmm. I will say, though, one thing about Twitter is that the same way it can help you. Twi- Twitter has to be the most funniest app, right? It has to be the most funniest apps. I think like every other app like TikTok or Facebook, they always steal their content from Twitter oh, because yeah. it's so messy. When I tell you, it's so m- I used to have a Twitter account, right? And the Bad. type of Twitter account I had was a stan account you know i used to watch shows i love tweeting about shows and defending my faves and all of that you know Mm -hmm. and when i tell you it was so toxic back in 2015 and 2016 it was so toxic you have people telling you to off themselves you know (laughs) off yourself you have have people telling you that you need to perform a certain maneuver on your neck i'm not gonna (laughs) say because it's a whole (laughs) It's literally, like, very triggering. But I'm telling you, Twitter was ruthless. And it's still ruthless today. And I love the app, don't get me wrong. But, like, ever since my account got suspended for calling some problematic people out, I stopped going on it. And now that I realize that, like, you know, I don't use Twitter like that anymore, I'm actually really okay with that. I felt like it helped me, in a sense, like don't get me wrong, once in a while I go on Twitter, I'll check to see what's trending and all of that. But mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I'm not as dependent as I was back then.
0: Yeah. Would you um would you say that social media is, is more like like well I guess it would be. Would but would you say it's more accessible to, to use now? Like maybe like can, I guess gauge it from I don't know, 20, 2018 to twenty twenty one versus how it was from, you know, twenty seventeen and you know further back would you say it's more accessible
1: I wouldn't say it's more accessible I will say it's more dependable I feel like now when it comes to social media apps like TikTok and all of that I feel like a lot of people rely on social media more heavier than they did back then again because of the pandemic but also because of the fact that like social media is so impactful like when it comes to like creating trends or like staying informed or being educated or just simply you know just posting about things like it's captivating (laughs) i know for sure like if i open up tiktok i'm gonna be on tiktok for like two or three hours because it's like it's one of my only forms of like you know like entertainment or whatever but um i feel like yeah again you know we become so dependent on it because of the circumstances that we are in and because we like to feel validated on social media Uh, like and (laughs) when we when it comes to validation you know validation also correlates to your mental health and you know that's a whole nother you know topic but social media does have an effect on your mental health and a lot of people do not like to come to that realization but it's the truth
0: yeah and you know you know actually i'm gonna I'm touch of, i'm gonna touch on that a little bit because it's crazy that you say that because i actually had this conversation with one of my friends probably i think around the second week that i that i moved back um i had a conversation with my friends and he was telling me he was saying um because he didn't graduate uh he didn't graduate college yet so he was saying that um, he was like, hey, man, like, you know, it, it's so like, you know, going on Instagram and seeing like this person that we used to graduate and, you know, get his uh, master's and stuff like that. Like, it just makes me feel like like mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not doing enough, like I'm not doing oh, yeah. this. And I, and I told him and I, and I should have told him because because even even I even sh- uh, struggle with, you know, feeling that that same way on, from social media. But I told him. Think about it like this, if social media didn't exist, you wouldn't even have known that he graduated. You wouldn't even have known because he wouldn't even have posted it. This is something he would say. And since you don't Mm -hmm. talk to him no more, he wouldn't even have told you. You wouldn't even have known. So it kind of just like, it it definitely does matter. Even now, I still struggle with that because I'm looking online, I'm looking on Twitter. People talking about some, I'm 21 and I just bought my house and i I paid two car notes i'm like okay i i guess that's cool but then deep down i'm like am i not doing something right or am i not yeah am i not moving correctly you know what i'm saying so it's it's uh it's it's such a like a a difficult it's such a difficult thing to to grasp you know because that's another thing with 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 how reality is like Mm -hmm. how how uh social media portrays you know uh living standards you know
1: yeah you
0: you know they they see it um they see that they're you know in their 20s and they have to have all this kind of stuff and yeah honestly it's just it's just a a very toxic place to, to be at certain points you know
1: i mean social media can be good but quincy makes a very very valid point I feel like the problem with social media is that the more that we're into social media, the more that we are spending our time on apps like Instagram or Facebook, is the more that we compare ourselves to other people. And it's so sad because I always find myself comparing. Oh, am I Am I enough? Am I valid? Because I didn't finish college? Or... <laughs> is it okay if i don't have my life figured out because one thing social media loves to do it loves to show people's lives but it doesn't show the full side of their lives you know what i'm trying to say because like one person could graduate and have a good job and stuff like that but you don't know what's going on behind closed doors people Mm -hmm. just like to fall in love with what they see first instead of actually understanding the whole picture and i do find myself comparing myself like i find myself every single day i'm like yo like you know i know i could be doing something better because my friends are doing it and it's making me feel really shitty i'm not gonna lie it's making me feel like you know unmotivated it makes me feel like you know i'm i have no purpose and you know it also can create a lot of toxicity because when you compare yourself from people's situations, you start comparing yourself and how you also are. So, like, for me, I when I go on Instagram and I see all these IG models and when I see, like, all of these people taking beautiful photos, I'm happy for them. But then I feel a type of way because I'm like, why can't I take pictures like that? Or why can I look like that, you know? Yeah. Like, it just gives such a false narrative on who people really are if that makes sense
0: i yeah, no, know it makes it makes like it makes total sense you know it, like you said like it always shows like the good it doesn't show the bad and mm-hmm. that's because people people want to post the good you know mm-hmm. sometimes i find myself you know if i get good news um i i, I get the notion i get the, the the notion of wanting to to spread it and and say something about it i get it i understand it and I guess it's like a you know it's a it's a thin line when it comes to that. When does it become gloating or
1: you know yeah. when is it when
0: does it become like when does it become like too much or overbearing or you yeah. know, what is just enough you know so you know it's, it's definitely it's it's tough you know seeing people like I, for an, as an example like a few years ago when I didn't have a, a car when I saw actually no even back in high school. A lot of people in high school were getting cars, and I was like one of the only people who didn't have a who didn't have a vehicle, who didn't even have their license. So seeing people who who I grew up with get cars and get licenses mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yo, that joint did like a number on me. It did like a complete like number on that. me. Like like I felt like I felt less than you know. I f- I felt obsolete. You know them posting snaps of them. You know driving bumping music i was like i wanted to do that i want to be that person you know i want to be able to say i can do that so i can say that i made progress with myself when in reality i kind of ignored all the progress that i already made because
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe the progress that i that i made was i fi- i thought was minuscule that i thought was less than when in reality mm-hmm. you know progress is progress period mm-hmm. you know no matter period. what it is whether whether it's you know you changing you're dyed up a little bit, whether you're starting to style your hair differently or whether you're changing up the way you dress, like that's progress, that's 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 something different, you know? You don't need, you don't need this huge, you don't need this huge spectacle to prove to people that, you know, you you have things and you have a lot of stuff going for you, you know? You know, it's at the end of the day, it just becomes, it just becomes an internet race and internet races don't always end well you know when you start comparing yourself to other people and it becomes excessively worse too when you're that person who's who so happens to be blessed enough to get a lot of the things that you want and or need and to just rub it in people's faces Mm -hmm. you know you shouldn't be if uh, congratulations if you get a 2021 car but don't go around saying, uh, I work for this, you know. Yeah. If I can do it, you can do it too. Don't, exactly. don't say that to people. Because then that's that's what perpetuates this, this, this endless cycle of wanting to be better. And,
1: and wanting to I'll, be better. I'm go sorry like to cut you off. Mm-hmm. But like what Quincy said, oh, you know, um, I worked hard for this. That's just only feeding into the narrative that people are lazy. And then like mm-hmm. that's when you feed into that narrative that's when the whole like oh if you work minimum wage jobs you deserve minimum wage like you know like you know it's like gloating like it all leads it's like a domino effect Mm. and that's that's the absolute fucked up part when people post a shit and when people when people like try to present their lives as like some sort of like um rich fantasy You know, and you never know what people are going through because the same way Quincy felt like, oh, how he didn't have a car in high school, I also didn't have a car. I also didn't have a license. I didn't have the latest iPhone model, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I went to like a really rich school, right? You know what's that like I see my mom struggling every single day, you know, working from paycheck to paycheck and she's doing her best to provide me things. And then when I um have a device cuz it wasn't like an iPad or an iPhone, it was like an Android. When I used my Android to go on social media, which was more like Facebook back then, mm-hmm. all I saw was people just like gloating, "Oh, I got the new iPhone" or "Oh, I so. got a new car." I'm like congratulations, okay? But there's a there's a certain line, you know? You could tell the world, you know, the good things, the things that make you happy, but you shouldn't do it to an extent that it kind of like, how do you say it? Shits on other people, yeah. you know? And yeah, that's the problem. I feel like a lot of people don't have that compassion to understand that people do... Not share the same lives that you do. No,
0: they, they, they don't. And you yeah. got to, people got to learn to accept that. You know, people got to learn to accept it. Yeah, don't let let it, it. Don't let social media uh, dictate everything oh. that you do. And with that being said, actually, too, I want to tell you something, y'all. There was, I, it's, and it's so crazy that I actually saw this today. I saw this TikTok today. And I was like, wow, me and Shay doing a podcast later about social media and I see this, this is perfect. So this TikTok that I saw was about, it, it had this girl who had a cat in her in her hands, on her arms, and the cat was having a seizure. This girl posts a video of her cat having a seizure in her arms on TikTok and 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 posted it just for the sole purpose and i know it for a fact just for the sole purpose of getting likes so the sole purpose because you know what you have to do and for in case anybody out there is listening to this who don't understand the concept of TikTok or how it works in order for you to you, you film a video you pick a you pick a popular sound that's popping off or whatever and then you incorporate it in the video and you post it so what she had to do she had to see her cat having a seizure grab her phone, angle it right, click the little music icon at the top, scroll through either her favorites or the recent sounds, click the sound, listen to it, decide if she wanted to use it or not, hit hit the button and then press record and then record. And then actually there was actually even typing on on uh, the video. So she had to type something wow. as well and edit it. And then she posted it. I seen somebody duet that... And say like you gotta be a sick, like you gotta be a sick person to see your cat having this. A... The first thing you do is go on is go on TikTok. Even if that even if that may have not been your first thing you did, instead of maybe you did call for her, maybe you did do something like that, but to to still film that and post that online just for the sake of getting likes, there's nothing, there's no other reason that I can think of. There's no not spending nothing there's no there's no reason for you to post that online. And like like how we're talking about social media just has like this grip on people where they start yeah. doing things just for the sole for sole purpose of gaining notoriety and whatever uh whatever facet that they can that they can that they can manage. People doing um I don't know if you remember say you remember you remember this joker named Boom Gang?
1: It sounds remember, familiar. But, remember
0: the dude who used to go to like, I don't know, like these restaurants or something like that and stand on or no, he used to that's um, the donut rack from Dunkin' Donuts, and then run out with it, or he. Just takes oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like stuff like that. Like people did all that stuff for social media, mm-hmm. you know. Social media is a blessing
1: and, and it's a curse. A curse. Mm-hmm.
0: It's
1: a curse. Um, I was a, gonna ask you. I'm sorry, but like I was yeah. gonna ask you. You know that um trend that um I forgot how it goes, and it was like it. You know, Strange Fruit, right? Oh like yeah. The yeah, song yeah. Strange Fruit. Yeah. You know how they use it as a trend on TikTok to like, you know, um, like be a little whimsical, right?
0: You talking about that? And... You talking about the? Um, you talking about that song where that guy did a rap version to it?
1: Yeah, a rap. Okay, yeah, a rap. Version, okay, exactly. Okay. okay. So okay, you yeah. know how like that trend is? How how does that trend go again? Because I completely forgot.
0: I think it was um, po- like for example, the first example that comes to my head was this one dude did one. He's like posing as my ex-girlfriend or oh, my yeah. exes and then like they would do they would do some type of dance and then when like the when a certain beat in the song played they yeah. would cut to a picture of yeah you know, exactly xyz so. so
1: corny you have a whole bunch of black creators saying like hey do not use this song because mm-hmm. if you re- like listen to a- the original song it's talking about trigger warning If you guys are very, you know, sensitive to this topic, you know, you could skip ahead. But Mm -hmm. it's talking about lynching.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's talking about lynching, especially back then. Like, why would you make a song? Why would you make a song, right? Mm -hmm. Rapping about some lame ass lyrics that has nothing to do with the original message. Yeah. (laughs) Make a trend out of it. Have all these white people, white creators dancing to this trend. Mm-hmm. Knowing that the sample used in the song was to spread awareness to the lynchings and the killings of Black people back then, <laughs> like why, like who comes up with this shit? To anything, be honest,
0: anything to anything to go viral. And the crazy part anything is,
1: anything to go viral. He did.
0: The guy, the guy, the song, the 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 artist went viral and that's his most popular song but there's gotta be like a there's gotta be like a a certain like limit you know across like like all right like uh, fellow artists please maybe that sample isn't the best choice to to display your lyrical abilities on don't don't cut up no sample of a song talking about strange fruit hanging uh, hanging from from the pop-up trees yeah. like bro like come on like that's like that song right there is already painful enough to, to even uh-huh. listen to thinking about hey like damn like this is actually what my people used to go through but for you to turn around and put it on garage band or put it on logic
1: yeah, and cut
0: and cut it up and then go ahead and record your weak ass lyrics on it and then drop it on tiktok and then close the phone and then go to sleep like bro like like come on now get
1: the fuck out of here yeah
0: like the, it, it's is corny
1: yo it, It's is crazy Corny. i'm telling you guys tiktok love the app in terms of like being distracted but i'm telling you the way that it treats the black community is fucking ridiculous because like i get to see a whole bunch i use tiktok because i love to see like a whole bunch of black creators feel happy you know Mm. i love to see them like you know just feel happy come up with dances inspire people but then here you have a couple trends that happens where let's say if a black creator creates a dance and then all of a sudden a white here comes a white girl um piggybacking and doing her lame-ass version of the dance that has no (laughs) rhythm whatsoever and she gets 15 million likes meanwhile the original only gets like 100,000 likes like do you see the problem
0: yeah
1: do you see the problem you could I'm telling you like props to her because she probably she has like the most followers on the app and you know like I'm not saying she's she deserves it because she does not deserve it at all but she talking about how, talking about charlie yeah she knows how to she knows how to engage that's yeah. the only thing i'll give her she knows how to engage and keep her followers i don't know why i don't know why there's people following her but like you have all these like lame ass white influencers who have no talent making a whole bunch of uh, money Off of these black creators And here you have them on Jimmy Fallon You have them on um, Hulu or whatever Making their own shows But where's justice for the the black creators Like do you see the problem And there's I don't know if you remember that trend And it was black barbie by oh, Nicki Minaj, yeah. right? Classic, classic. And track. it was like, I'm a black Barbie, mm. you know, and I'm like really bad with lyrics. But anyways, here you have white creators in the app using the sound. And I'm like, listen to the sound. Listen, It's not for you. Same thing with Strange Fruit. It's People, not yeah. for you. Why are you using the sound? Why are you hijacking it?
0: People um, just people just they just surface they just do everything surface level you know a lot of people do like hey it's just a song it's just a song like, just okay the song. it is a song yeah. but please listen to the song yes. like like everything is not so cut and dry you know not everything is this is, is gonna be spoon-fed to you you're gonna mm-hmm. have to you're gonna have to when it comes to certain things, especially if a if a black person is telling you something, yo.
1: Exactly. It
0: is your job to actually listen because you have no say in whatever it, the person is correcting you on. You have no I say know. In it, especially if it comes to race. You have no no say in it.
1: Exactly. You know how many times I got chewed up on TikTok because, okay. This is like a little like side note or whatever, but like I'm into spirituality, astrology, witchcraft, all of that. Right. So I am trying to warn non-black people from like, you know how they like to participate in closed practices. So like you have a lot of white people, a lot of non-black people trying to participate into hoodoo and all of that. And I'm warning them like, hey, this is not for you. Um, this is also a part of Haitian culture this that and the third and they're like telling me like no I can do whatever the fuck I want with no respect and I'm just like if I'm telling you as a person from that culture like hey this is not for you then why the hell are you doing it like they don't want to be educated I noticed with that app a lot of non black people love to speak over you <laughs> yeah. And I will never forget, I got chewed up. I swear to God, I got chewed up for saying hoodoo is a closed practice.
0: I guess, I guess, what you got something else to say? No, that's <laughs> I was saying. Uh, I guess, hey, yo, moral of the story is TikTok is the most racist app to date so far when it comes to modern social media apps. Thank you, tech, please. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like <laughs> the most
0: racist app. But we need to talk about. We need it's to talk about
1: pleasure. But it is. I'm, yeah, it, it,
0: it is. It is. We need. To, we need to talk about. Um, th- at least um,
1: the good the, shit. You the, know? The, the good stuff. <laughs>
0: what? How, how is it beneficial? Because we over here getting like so somber about these these racist apps. Like,
1: yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I know. I know. I was. I'm. I'm telling you. I was feeling mad, defeated, thinking nice. about it. Probably like. True. But to be honest, I feel like social media can be helpful because like it helps you stay informed. And even though I'm exhausted of educating people, I get to see, I get to learn. Like I get to see things, what's going on in today's events. I get to see people's perspective on things. I get to read and understand why people feel frustrated on certain things. And then I get to research. and the beauty is that you have all this information on your fingertips Mm. and you can choose what you could do with that information.
0: That's right. You you, you really can. It's it's literally at your disposal, you know? Yeah. Especially, um, as me who I I like to do music, you know, every, every now and then as like a little side hobby. Um, and now everybody nowadays, they have the ability to make an entire album right there on the, in their pockets, you know, like, like that's crazy and then they have it and then to post it online you can Bye. post it online you know that i know i know people have heard the term internet rappers and soundcloud rappers and stuff like that soundcloud is a social media app you know it's 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 an app you know internet is 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 useful internet has social media on it so you know somebody somebody can make a whole album drop it on twitter or maybe post like a little snippet of one of their you know, their best their best songs on um on TikTok have it go viral. You know how many artists have became a thing because one of their songs um got popular off of TikTok? Yo, like,
1: like that one song that goes, What you know about rolling oh, down brother. in the room?
0: <laughs> Somebody that uh about that the the Republican anthem?
1: <laughs> no wait wait. Welcome to the red <laughs>
0: Yeah, Wait, hold on. I, I heard a, I heard a black dude actually sing that song, Haikyo. Really? That's what I heard. And I heard that, I heard that song is actually like the exact opposite of what they be using it for.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Those jokers using that whole song. It's the song talking about them. Oh my god. I but was just, so pissed, bro. i will be mad too if one of my songs is freaking some rednecks using my song. i
1: will
0: be tight too, you yeah. Pick me up. Nah, but yo, yeah, just like how she said, yo, know, just like how they said, um, you, it's, it's, you post one little snippet on the internet—Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, maybe not Snapchat, but definitely TikTok. You post a little piece up there, it's, it is so easy to go viral on that app. So, facts. One of your songs uh, get i don't know uh, a, th- a thousand views maybe maybe like two thousand views and getting your likes up people will start clicking your your profile clicking whatever mm-hmm. links you got in your bio going to your instagram seeing if you got more stuff you have more stuff bam clicking that and one thing leads to another
1: next thing you know you're gonna be on genius explaining your lyrics
0: <laughs> exactly you know how many times i've seen artists blow up and then next thing you know they on genius the next week and they go and they're talking about, oh man, I was just on TikTok last week and nah, I pulled my song out. I didn't think that was gonna happen, but here I am. It's like, yeah, bro, of course. You know how to work. I, the I game. feel like
1: a lot of like artists that actually benefited from TikTok are like Doja Cat. Um Oh yeah. No, I feel like Doja Cat's career, part of her her success was because of the hold that she had on TikTok. Yeah. Like, the Uh, whole trends, you know, all you have to do is just post a snippet, do a trend. It could be a dance, it could be whatever you want it. And once someone catches on, that shit spreads like wildfire.
0: It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Mm -hmm. You can literally be something, become something overnight with the power of, of an app, you know? and um that's that's very good that's very good to have and to know that you have um mm-hmm. it
1: could be like the most dumb shit too
0: the most the most stupid the most stupid stuff i went viral i, don't know, I went viral once you know actually no What? Hold on, hold on scratch that, scratch that. I, went that I went viral twice i went viral twice the first time i went viral was um last year during the panty you know it was a uh, march no was it march yeah it was late march and it was going into April first. I posted up a little. It was a little anime related, you know, TikTok, whatever. But that joint ended up having, uh, forty-four thousand likes, and it had like, it had like one hundred and forty-four thousand like views, or something like that. I was like, hold up, what? I was about to quit was my job. He that
1: shit down, y'all. If I y'all was were not. friends with him, he was, That was all he was talking about for the past <laughs> that a, few weeks. That was the first time.
0: That was the first time I went viral in my life, yo. So I felt like a little celebrity, you know. I was about to. I was about to tell my manager at the time. I was about to be like, "Yo, man, I appreciate working here. I'm glad you gave me this opportunity, but I'm about to take my talents <laughs> to South Beach." I was about to hit it with South that. South Beach. You know, I'm about to take my talents to South Beach. So, and then you know, the like stopped, and then I tried to go viral again, and I just flopped after uh, flop after flop. Say no, say no to struggle. Every time I flop, I delete my. Video. <laughs> Every flop I got, I delete my video. So when you go on my TikTok profile, you only gonna see bangers up there because those are the only ones I keep.
1: Yeah,
0: facts. No, uh, I mean,
1: I, I be feeling so bad because he be posting his music. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be exposing him, but he's posting his music. <laughs> nah, go ahead, go
0: ahead, go ahead. Go and ahead.
1: they only be getting like ten likes. <laughs> <laughs> i be feeling so bad but one thing i do is that like i notice if you really want to go viral you have to comment so i'll be liking his shit and i'll be oh, yeah. commenting be and i'll be just sport. trying to boost it for
0: mm-hmm. him. yeah see you know they try but um doesn't doesn't work um i the most i've gotten likes on or when it comes to one of my songs which is one song i did i think it got maybe 30 some likes I got a few comments. People were like, oh, the beat's dope. Oh, this, this, this is dope. And then after that, I'm just fading into uh, obscurity. And Which um, one
1: was it? I've been doing my best. I nah. Been trying to get to nah. you.
0: <laughs> That's probably my best song, though. Nah, it's, a, it's, a, it's the Midnight song. When the when I posted that little, the visual I, I did for it in black and oh, white. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Where, that one, uh, I posted that on on um, TikTok, and you know, that, that was the only one I got traction. But. Lesson is probably one of my best songs. So, you know, shoot. Go ahead yeah. and get that listening for me. Go shameless, ahead, go Shameless ahead. plug. Sing, shameless sing shameless little, plug. Little chill, little out, chill out, chill out. Chill out, chill no, out, chill out. No, go out. ahead, go ahead. No, go I'm ahead. not doing
1: that. <laughs> uh, I've been doing my best. I've been trying to get to you, you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: get out of here, yo. Hell no. <laughs> oh, shoot. Tell me, tell me how social media is shaping our generation, y'all. I gotta hear you. I gotta hear you on this
1: one. How is it shaping our generation? I feel like yeah. we I feel like if there was no social media, people wouldn't have personalities or they wouldn't know how to think for themselves. Mm. Cause let's be honest, like the whole like bestie or it's the that for me, or um doing the whole pointy or doing the whole like you know, um, You know, using Mm A-A-B-E. Like, they think that it's all like a social media trend, even though black people were the ones who said it first. As usual. As usual. Um, I feel like a lot of people love to base their personalities off of what they read on social media. And they like to steal shit. And I feel like if we eliminate social media, people wouldn't know how to talk oh god no i know Uh, no no and i'm so serious because like as someone who has anxiety i use social media i don't have to worry about like my nerves like acting up or something because hello like i said i could just turn the screen off and call it a day but um in real life that's a completely different story like a whole bunch of people with anxiety be talking the biggest shit on social media <laughs> but, uh, just, just pull up on them and see if they have that same energy. They're
0: not gonna have it. They're, They're gonna
1: not be- gonna have that same energy.
0: They're gonna go Casper.
1: Yeah, if I um, Google the fucking fool.
0: Yeah, dude, go Casper. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I, I agree. I definitely agree. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually curious to, to even f- see what social media is gonna be like in the future, you know, or like how how we're going to shape it to to be whatever it's going to be, you know? What's, like, the next new app that's going to come out that everybody's just... that's just going to be revolutionary because, you know, before TikTok, it was Vine back in 2016, 2015, 2014, I think even I think it dropped. I think Vine dropped what 2012 into 2016. I think or 2013 and 2016. One, one. I don't y'all. even know. I don't remember. Yeah. I
1: think it was in high school because that's yeah. when they were doing the whole 21 jokes.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like you know, before TikTok, it was Vine. Vine was the revolutionary thing. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was the new thing. And then, um, actually, I think it was musically, but musically didn't really take off until TikTok, until it became TikTok, and then it popped off. So. I'm just curious as to know what's gonna happen. What's gonna be the next that every hop on and is gonna change. And I always tell people this too, yo. Whenever a new app drop, whenever a new social media app drop, make sure you're one of the first person to be on there. Make sure. Always nah, make sure. don't
1: listen to him because Chill. I think it was you or or Tom. Um, I have this friend named Tom. He was telling me about this app called Hive. Do you remember that app that Wait, it was supposed what? to be like Twitter or something? Was it you? I, no, I don't know no app named Hive. It was like some app that was supposed to be like Twitter or it's supposed to be like, t- oh no, it was supposed to be like TikTok because TikTok was going to get canceled by Donald Trump. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Donald Duck
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so funny. Imagine seeing a headline and it says, on the TMZ, and it says TikTok canceled.
0: By TikTok canceled by Donald Trump. I'm like, bro, if you're going to go in the office and change the world, change the country up.
1: Facts. So when work. that when that app came out, I was the first one to make my profile and I'm pretty sure it's collecting dust since. <laughs> I
0: ain't gonna hold you. Low-key, low-key, I, I did with this app called, there was this app called Byte and it was supposed to be like, just like, it was supposed to be the next Vine. It was supposed to be Vine 2.0 since Vine 2.0 never dropped. I downloaded Byte. Bro, that jump was booty, that was <laughs> There was nothing, there was nobody on there. I posted a little video I got a few likes and all I tried to be you know I tried to you know make my make my presence known on that app but I failed and I was just like yo let me just go to let me just go to TikTok yo so I definitely know how it feels to to flop on multiple apps so (laughs)
1: chill why are you dragging yourself like
0: that hey man everybody on Instagram know I drag myself yo when you see my stories and me clowning myself on the
1: damn (laughs) damn Nah, 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 I'm gonna give Quincy credit when credit like credits due. Quincy is probably the most funniest person I know,
0: <laughs> and like
1: I feel like people who don't really talk to him they lose out on the opportunity to actually laugh because this guy makes me laugh every single day like genuinely laugh. You know how you have like these fake laughs like <laughs> huh huh no Quincy brings out my ugly like my really ugly laugh
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. whenever yeah. Um, whenever we in the chat with um our other friend out there is just be juggers just be roasting each other y'all be <laughs> 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 roasting each other on that thing all the time y'all no matter what, day in and day out, I'm either, I'm either saying something crazy or the Elder saying something crazy or Shay say something crazy. There's yeah. it, it's, it's no days off.
1: Listen, if it wasn't for social media, I don't think me and Quincy would have a strong friendship. Oh,
0: honestly, yo. Yeah, facts. Honestly, facts. Because if y'all don't know, I have yet to meet this person, y'all. I have yet to meet nope. Shay in person. No. Nope. I've her for like what? Like eight years? Probably a little bit more than eight years.
1: More than eight years.
0: Yeah. I, I, I honestly don't. I it's do about it to
1: be this. like nine or 10 years.
0: God damn. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, i never met her in person. Yo, it's, we went from we went from Black Ops Two, right? 2? Yeah, Black Ops
1: Two. Okay,
0: we went from Black Ops Two all the way to to here, basically.
1: Yeah.
0: All voices, all all that's it. That, that's all it's
1: been. That's
0: mm-hmm. the crazy part. I actually I haven't met none of my best friends. I haven't even met Elder yet. And um, But actually, that kind of that kind of does like we haven't even written that on our little note thing, but. That's like the same thing. Would you consider is video would you consider video games like social media type of thing or no?
1: I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, it's not like you could post.
0: You can't but po- you kind of you kind of can't well on the PS3 you could post like remember when you could post like those little comment statuses oh, or, yeah. or...
1: <laughs> I remember those statuses. Man. Yeah,
0: like I, I don't know. I honestly I think that you can probably consider, you know, I think you consider gaming as a form of social media. Honestly, yo, if that's the case, then oh yeah, like honestly, social media is really just rules the world. Honestly, yo, it, it truly rules it because mm-hmm. without social media, yeah, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have met Shay, I wouldn't have met out there, I wouldn't have met anybody else, you know.
1: Or well, um, keep in contact too. Yeah,
0: or keep in contact, you know, because we don't. Because the crazy part is, we don't even text. We just text in the, the group chat. That's it. We on Instagram on a social media yeah. app. We don't even use regular text. The only time I text her is when I'm like sending her a song or something like that and she, you know, says it's bad or something. And uh, that's the only time that's the only time I really, you know, or sending, like a script so you could do like a little read through or yeah. whatever. But you no, know, I only text one person. So I mean other than that, it's um it's 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 interesting. Y'all. I guess I guess gaming would be considered social media. Yeah. I thought I, you were
1: talking about like, you know how in Playstation, I don't know if you could do this in xbox but like in playstation you could see who got like a trophy or something oh
0: yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: i'm like nobody yeah. looking through that shit that's what i thought I,
0: <laughs> no 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 because <laughs> uh, but also too but because on gaming on like the consoles you can message people too i don't oh, yeah. know that i don't know that attributes to the fact so uh, the cause of making it a social media presence i'm not sure but i i think i could consider it i think it's a close a close second i guess I would say it's a close second um (laughs) yeah yeah. so we just had a lot of moments on on those on on the gaming on the gaming consoles you know like without all that stuff you know it's just this podcast wouldn't even exist I feel
1: like we could do one episode of gaming because it's such a big topic for us that means a lot
0: Mm mhm I agree yeah um I see here too um I guess lastly uh before we close out um I said, how has our generation pre- perceived uh, social media or how our generation and ourselves perceive it? Especially, I guess you could kind of speak on maybe the younger generation too, like how they kind of, how do you think they kind of use it and you know, so on and so forth?
1: I remember, okay, so like in our generation, me and Quincy's generation, we were the last generation that went out and played during the summer, Mm -hmm. who actually got wet with the fire hydrants, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know, once the light turns on, we had to go home. We were like the last of those generations. And then we were also the start of the new, like cell phones, you know, that's when cell phones started becoming a thing. And then you have YouTube. And then from YouTube, you had MySpace. Oh my God! My MySpace picture, my my theme song on MySpace was Chris Angel, Mind Freak.
0: What the Chris <laughs> Angel? Isn't that the magician?
1: the magician? Yeah, the magician. What the that fake fuck? ass damn magician?
0: Yo, I didn't know he made music. Yo, what the Yeah,
1: freak? he was like, I am the mind freak
0: yeah you needed to get off of my space yeah. uh,
1: <laughs> so I had I had my and then I had Facebook and then once Facebook you know was at its peak back then because I feel like it just like fell off mm-hmm. but um from Facebook it went to Vine I guess I don't know then Twitter then from there it went to TikTok and I feel like our generation knows how to kind of like handle or balance our time Mm -hmm. and the newer generation don't know how to do that because Mm -hmm. now they have a whole bunch of technology and they could just stuff their faces on the screen and you don't see people going out and playing in the streets anymore you know what i mean yeah you don't see that like everybody is so busy on their phone which is okay because like again social media and the internet can be a great thing but so is going outside so is being physical you know so is you know just enjoying what life has to offer instead of being stuck behind the screen but then again, I won't judge people off of that because people use social media for different things. But I feel like our generation can actually know how to balance between social media and just enjoying the physicality of things.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, yeah, it makes sense. You know, We were the generation to segue into the digital age, so to speak. You know, we weren't born in it. We were born in the age of going outside, you know. Uh, we 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 were born in the age of you know playing the game for you know a few hours you know maybe like 2 hours or something like that and then going outside to play you know whether it was with you know little you know your fellow cousins or mm-hmm. you know you know your parents you know anybody would chase around in the yard or whatever with the hose and stuff like that like i vividly have i vividly have memories of being chased with the hose or playing mm-hmm. in the sprinkler and stuff like that you know a lot of these kids nowadays can't say that because mm-hmm. they were born they were born with all this technology around them, you know, all these, all these, all this stuff to do, you know, um, <clears throat> you know, it's like, they, you know, they, they live, they were born in the digital age. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I, don't, uh, I, yeah, like, like you said, you know, like we, I think, I think our generation knows how to like balance it more versus, I mean, granted, too, this is not to say that nobody in the younger generation knows how to, how yeah. to, how to do that, because I'm sure they know how to adapt, yeah, and even people in our generation. I'm sure they, there are some people out there who can't, you know, differentiate the two either. But yeah, I think a majority probably of our generation knows how to um, knows how to, to differentiate, you know. And I don't know, like I, I think I think it's probably for for the best, you know, that that, that we're like that and then we just maintain this this uh, middle ground, you know, this middle ground as to you know social media versus real life balance and all this kind of stuff because it's definitely a very important thing to do.
1: Yeah, of course. Of course. And you know, who knows what the future has in store for social media. I know we were talking about this a little bit in our old in the older or last episode of the podcast when we were talking about dating. But imagine mm-hmm. virtual reality. Next thing you know, there's gonna be virtual reality of social media. And that's gonna that's gonna change a whole bunch of things. Like it's it's crazy how social media could change in 10 to 15 years by now oh yeah
0: that's gonna be a it's gonna be
1: a whole new world so to summarize this podcast because you know <laughs> yeah, this is it? the first time we've been like past 40 minutes which ah, you guys are do. here props to you guys shout out to the real ones hopefully you guys are staying and listening to it so that way we can get our 10 cents okay (laughs) because it's 10 cents per freaking stream so Um, but you know I feel like this episode was actually very eye opening you know when it comes to social media you know social media can have it's good things like being accessible like you know um, receiving information or uh, if you're an artist you can easily spread your creativity around but it also can be really detrimental to your mental health so if you find yourself comparing or if you find yourself feeling unsatisfied or if you find yourself feeling depressed or if you find yourself feeling tired or exhausted because you're not living to an unrealistic standard that you see in social media then just take a breather relax I'm telling you, not everything is what it seems, okay? Because you might think that people are happy with their lives. There's always going to be problems behind closed doors. Don't feel fooled by the good things that you only see, okay? Because with every good comes a bad. And, you know, just make sure, like, you know, if you find yourself... like spending a whole bunch of hours on social media, just take some time out, turn off your phone, listen to some music, do some chores or whatever you want to do and just (coughs) relax and take a break. Social media is still going to be there at the end of the day.
0: And remember too, you can't bring any of that stuff with you to the grave. Remember that. Period. Remember that. You got any closing statements before I I make my closing statements and then I close it off?
1: Ah, (laughs) my closing <laughs> statement basically was that you know, oh, don't be yeah. fooled with what social media has to offer. You know, yes, you can find yourself posting about things that make you happy, but make sure that that's your sole intention. Never pit anyone down in the process. Never try to not only compare, but do the same. Like break, like stay in the same cycle. You know, yeah. there you and. Know social media again great thing but just make sure like you're finding a balance between real life and your phone That's Lies,
0: wise words spoken um, my closing statement honestly is stay tuned for uh, August 27th got no track dropping
1: oh brother <laughs>
0: hey guys i appreciate you guys for tuning in and listening make sure you rate this podcast five stars it helps boost us and the out- people can listen um the next episode we'll be doing will be an escapism episode on the paranormal
1: Oh, just in time for our just no in words. time
0: for spooky well,
1: season
0: well we, we gotta get through september
1: first. oh yeah <laughs> 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 hey, but yeah, you, you
0: get the idea. You get the idea. The next episode is going to be on some paranormal stuff. We're trying to keep it. We're trying to balance, you know, the serious talk with some escapism stuff. So okay. make sure you rate this five stars. Um, thank you guys for tuning in.
1: If you're listening this far, just know that you are loved. You are hot. You are sexy. You are eternally the best person out there. Uh... Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to Reservation for Two. Can't wait to talk about spirituality and paranormal. Oh, and by the way, if you guys know any good like paranormal stories, send it to us, please.
0: please. Yeah, please. please. Do. All right, we're gonna look for it. We're gonna look up some stuff as well. But yeah. it'd be help. It'd be cool if you guys could you know do a little something for us. DM you
1: us. Know? You could DM me on Instagram, or you could DM. Uh, Quincy on Instagram. I don't even know if he uh, shared the page. Did you share the page?
0: Oh no, no, I didn't share the page yet. But by the time this uh, this podcast goes up, we'll have the artwork done.
1: Oh, speaking of art, before we end,
0: shout out to Shadia. Shout, shout out, out to, to Shadia. Shadia.
1: There, she's there. the one
0: who's she's the one who does the she's artwork the that you there. see right she's now
1: there. when you're
0: listening to the podcast. She's the one who did it. She's a real one. She's a great she's artist. So
1: talented, so beautiful, so amazing. Ugh. That's another Perfect. person that I want
0: to meet besides Quincy when I go to New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, I'm putting I'm putting shade on, yeah, on the people.
1: Yeah, yeah, on, talented and know. hot people
0: only. <laughs> Shout out to Sadia for real. Uh, you, you're you're a true, you're a game changer for this one. I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you doing this, um, this artwork. Um, but you know, enough of that. Um, <laughs> enough of that. Thank you guys for tuning in once <laughs> more. Um, on the reservation for two podcast.
1: Peace. Bye, y'all.